as we were worshiping, this word came to my mind. I had forgotten where it is. I remember having read it before. But it's in the book of Ecclesiastes. <laughs> Ecclesiastes. It's in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3. And we are going to read from 9 to 11. I don't know why it came. I don't know who it is for, but I'm going to be obedient. My Bible, I'm reading from the New King's, King, New King's Version. My Bible says, what profit has the worker from that in which he labors? I have seen the God-given task with which the sons of men are able uh, to be occupied. He, this is the word that came, he has made everything beautiful in its time. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also he has, he has put enmity in their hearts, except that, that no one can find out the work that God does from beginning to end. Hallelujah. Now I want us to jump to the book of Luke. The book of Luke, the book of Luke, the book of Luke, chapter 5. The book of Luke, chapter 5. I thought that this evening, I thought it was my son who was going to bless us, but he ended up giving me the I was busy doing my work, and uh, normally when I finish before midnight, I do my Bible study. I read sometimes, I read sometimes, I worship whatever the Holy Spirit wants me to do. So yesterday, when I opened the Bible, he took me to, to Luke 5. I've been in Luke 5 for so long. It's like breaking word by word. I was like, Lord, <laughs> hasn't this scripture been so exhausted? Because I don't know how many sermons I've heard from this very chapter. But I thank God for the newness of his word. I thank God that will never, never, ever exhaust his word. <laughs> there is no way you can say that I've heard it for so many times. Uh, what is she saying? Luke 5 about the, the catch. We've heard like a hundred times. We've heard about the catch. What is she going to say about the catch? My dear, open your ears. Be open-minded. Whatever he wants to say, maybe he wants to remind you. Maybe you heard it, you've heard it over and over and over. But maybe he wants to remind you. Holy Spirit, thank you for the word. We are going to read from Luke 5 verse 1 to verse 4. That's it. So it was... As the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw, and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him, and Jesus asked, Simon. And Jesus asked Simon, he asked him to put out a little from the land. And he, he sat down and talked to the multitude from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, when Jesus had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, 
launch out into the deep and lay down your nets for a catch. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for whatever you're going to speak to us, whatever you say tonight. <laughs> Whatever you say tonight, we know that it's what we want and it's what we need. It's what is going to make us grow. It's what you're feeding us with. We thank you for your word, which is so real. It's so real. We thank you for, your, for the reality of your word. We are looking at um, a couple of different people from this chapter. There was, there were there was a multitude, a multitude pressing in, a multitude. When we talk about a multitude, I mean, this is not just 10, 20. This is a big crowd. And they, are press, they were pressing in, they were pressing in to go hear the word. Remember in verse 4, as we are finishing, in chapter 4, when we were finishing chapter 4, it tells that cr crowd that I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also because for this purpose I have been sent. So now he's in a different area and he's doing what he came to do. He's preaching the word. The multitude is pressing in. But amongst the multitude, there were fishermen. I mean, this is like... Gennesaret. I believe it was a big lake. But the Bible points out these two fishermen. I don't know whether they were the only fishermen there. I don't, but it's a big lake. Maybe they were the only ones that maybe Jesus had come for. Maybe. We don't know. The multitude is pressing in. So he goes, he sees two, two, two boats. And the Bible says that the owners of these boats <laughs> were busy washing their nets. They, they were done for the day. They, 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 they were done. They were done. They were tired. They had been fishing all night. It has been a, a horrible night, fishing with no fish. Man, they were tired. They're busy. Well, Jesus had come to do his thing, and they are doing their thing. I wonder how many times Jesus comes he comes thinking, some of us thinking that he has come for, 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 for the multitude, yet he has come for a Peter. I don't know which Peter I'm talking to tonight. I don't know which Peter has been so hidden in the multitude. I don't know which Peter has been is so tired and weary. I don't know which Peter is just minding about his, his whatever, washing his nets. But there is a Peter that needs to listen tonight. There is a Peter that needs tonight to listen tonight. Jesus has seen your tiredness. He saw that Peter, he knew because he's all knowing. That's what the word tells us. He knows that. He knew that, Jesus, that Peter was tired. He knows that he had toiled all night. But he went ahead and asked for his boat. <laughs> I like Peter's attitude. Because if it was me, I would have been like, Jesus, I don't understand this man. Doesn't he know that I'm tired? Does, does he know what, what happened last night? Does he know that it was such a, a, a terrible night? I'm not into that. You want the boat? Have it. I'm doing my thing and I'm going home. That would have been my attitude. It wasn't Peter's attitude. Peter, uh, Jesus asks him, the Bible said, and Jesus asked him, Ooh, he asked him, 
He asked Peter to put the boat a little from the land. This is Peter's boat. Jesus is into it. Couldn't he do it by himself? But his tail is like, hmm, Peter, <laughs> yeah, we, we have to do this together. We work together. Do you get that? We work together. We are his fellow workmanship. workmanship. We work together. He put it away from the land. And Peter was obedient. Thank God for this man's obedience. He did what Jesus asked him to do. I don't really know whether Peter sat down and listened. I don't know whether he does because he was tired. I mean, he was tired. Fishing is not an easy job. I mean, you use so much strength. I don't know. But he was there till Jesus ended his sermon. The Bible does, doesn't tell us how long the sermon was. But Peter was there. I want to tell you something, my, my brethren, my, my, my brethren, that despite of our weariness, despite of our foolishness, despite of however that we are, Jesus will always come. He will always come. Peter was tired. Peter was smelly. He was on the lake all night. This man never showered. Jesus came to the smelly fisherman and he jumped into the smelly boat. That's what he used as his altar. You might be thinking, my house is too small, you know, I'm in just in one, one room. How can I host Jesus? Yes, you can. If Peter hosted him in a smelly boat, yes, you can. He wants you, the only reason he's asking for that room is not to minister to you, but to minister to your roommates, maybe. Maybe he's asking for your time so that he can minister to your workmates. Maybe he's asking for your time so that he can minister to, 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 to the people on the street. Wherever Jesus asks for, it's not for his good. It is for your and my good. Amen? So, we thank God for Peter's, um, Peter's uh, obedience. Jesus teaches the multitude. Well, maybe after the, the sermon, maybe um, Jesus, Peter saw, thought that it was done. It was done. Now we are going home, Jesus, right? Thank you for using my boat. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for, for, for your ministry. Thank you for the sermon. Well, thank you. But maybe can I go home? But after speaking to the multitude, he turns to Peter. I'm talking to the weary Peter of tonight. I'm talking to, to the one who is giving up. He's on the edge of giving up tonight. I'm talking to the to the Peter, the Peter of tonight, the one that, that the doctor has given a report and is saying, that's it. I'm talking to the Peter, to the Peter who is saying, that's it. That's it for the day. You thought it was it for the day. No, it's not over yet, child of God. It's not over yet because Jesus has come to where you are, not where he was yesterday. Yesterday he was healing Peter's mother-in-law. Peter knew him as the healer. Today he has come to minister the word and he has come to Peter personally to show him the practicality of the word. If that's English, I don't know. 
But I want to assure you that Jesus has come. Take this word out of the book and bring it to where you are. That's the only way you can be able to do the word. Take it out of the book and bring it right where you are. Find yourself, find a Peter in you. Find a Peter in you. Find a Peter in you. And run with this word. And run with the word. The Bible goes on to say, when Jesus had stopped speaking, he said, he turned, that's me. That's, that turned is from me, it's not in the Bible. I, I believe he turned to Simon and said to him, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. <laughs> you see how funny Jesus can be? This is a professional fisherman. Jesus is more of a preacher, he's more of a carpenter to many. He's telling Peter to launch where he was all night. My sister, my brother, you thought you had exhausted that relationship, your marriage. Please go back and launch. Jesus is telling you tonight to go back and launch. Go back and launch. Just hear his instructions. Don't listen to any other word. Oh, your friends have been telling you that man is horrible. Oh, your, 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 your sisters, your, your parents are like, no, enough is enough. Jesus is saying something else tonight. Remember, we speak words, but he speaks a word. And the Bible says that the words that he speaks, they are life and they are truth. Tonight he's speaking life to whosoever you are, to wherever had been dead in you, to wherever you had gotten to a place of giving up, to wherever you've been and you are like, I can't do this anymore. He's talking to the, I can't do this anymore. He's talking to the, to the tired. I've been fishing all night, doesn't he understand? We did it all night. I was with my friend, with James and, 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 and the brother. We caught nothing. Does he under, doesn't he understand? Maybe that night the moon was up. But Jesus is sending him to the same place. They said that that church has nothing in it. Child of God, Jesus is telling you, Listen to his instructions. Launch into the deep. You were just on the, on the shore. You've been on the shore all along. He's telling you to launch into the deep. In, in the deep. He's the only one who knows where the fish is. Hey. We thank God. Oh, oh we thank God. That he will always come to us as individuals. Because if Peter had stayed in the multitude, he would have missed this. Because if Peter had not like, listened to Jesus' instructions, he would have missed. Because the truth was that he, never, he did not catch fish, any fish that night. That's what the word tells us. But when we go ahead a little bit further... But Simon answered and said to, to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Did Jesus ask him that? 
Did Jesus ask him if they had caught anything? That's what we do, children of God. That's what we do. Jesus is telling you, go, I'm sending you to Dubai. And you're like, uh, Dubai is a, is a place for, for Mo Arabs, Muslims. He's telling, he knows where the fish is. Jesus is telling you to go down on the street. You're like, ha! Jesus, you don't understand. Last time when my sister Becky was on the street, they got out, they wanted to beat her to death. They almost beat her to death. Did he ask you for all that? Did Jesus ask you? Remember when he went to the, to which lake? Was it Bethsaida again? Where he met the man who had been sick for 35 years? He tells him, get up, pick up your mat. And he's like, Jesus, you don't know. Every time that I try, every time I try to get up, every time. Jesus didn't ask for all. He didn't ask him why, why, what he was doing there and how long and uh, whatever. He's not asking you that, Jesus. Jesus is not asking that. He knows it all. He knows it all. Brethren, I ask of you that anytime you hear the instructions, sometimes they don't make sense. This was not making sense to Peter. That's why he decided to talk back. This was not talking, making sense to Peter. But master, this is where we were all night. This is what we did all night. This is what I do professionally. <laughs> Please put your professionalism on the side and listen to the master. Listen to the master. We have toiled. I love the word that Peter used. Jesus is telling him to launch. Peter is talking about toiling. Child of God, how long have you toiled? Is it years? Is it, have you been toiling with that, with, with, with that addiction for years? There is a moment right now. We have a moment right now. There is a moment is telling you launch into the deep. Launch into the deep. Woo. What an encounter. This is Peter and Jesus talking. There is nobody else. It's just the two of them. I don't know when was the last time you had an encounter. I don't know whether you had Remember when uh, the man of God was telling us, he, say, he was, was praying, he said, we are in a moment, we are a generation that listens. When uh, Andrew heard, he heard, he heard what Jesus said, he, 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 he decided to follow. We are a generation that hear, but the, we, we, we hear, but what, there is one thing that we don't do. We, we hear, but we don't do. We don't do. But when Peter had, even though he had toiled, even though he was weary, even though he had all these reasons around him, I love what he said. We have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, nevertheless at your word, not at my pastor's word, not at my mama's word, not at the doctor's word, not at my friend's word, but at your word. At, at, Jesus, at your word, Jesus. At your word. Remember, remember the words that Jesus has been speaking. 
I want you to sit down tonight. I'm no, I want is a command, but I'm gonna ask you. Take this moment tonight after we have gone off the offline and when you're alone, go back, ask the Holy Spirit to remind you the words that Jesus has been speaking. Maybe you have not launched because you took his word lightly. Maybe you have not launched, you have not launched into the deep because you went with what the multitude had. Woo! Because the multitude had something else and Peter had something else. What has Jesus been speaking to you lately? What has Jesus been speaking to you lately? Maybe he has been telling you to stop what you've been doing for so long. Maybe he has been talk, telling you to, to go ahead and pray even more than you've been praying. What has he been telling you to do? And you're telling him, I've been praying for the same situation for 15 years. I haven't seen anything. Tonight, I'm going to ask you, child of God, take his word. Take his word. Maybe you've been doing it. Maybe you, you had when he asked you, but you never took the second step to do. From tonight, I'm going to ask you to do what he is telling you to do. What he is telling you to do. When we read the Bible over and over, we see him telling them to do different things. We see him, he went to, to in the book of John, he, he told um, the people who were at the, the wedding at Cana to fill the, the, the pots with water. That wasn't making sense. We've run out of why not water. But they listened and they did. So many people that Jesus told, spoke to, all those that obey, obeyed, the results were unbelievable. All we have to do, children of God, is to obey. Hear, obey, and do. Hear, obey, and do. Don't ask, don't ask Dr. Google. He will give you different answers. Don't even, if he has speak, spoken to you personally, do what he's telling you. You might go to Pastor Eddie, and Pastor Eddie, being our humble pastor, he'll be like, yeah, but you might even doubt what Pastor Ed is telling you. Do what Jesus is telling you to do exactly. And don't wait for tomorrow. Because this was a now. Now. Sometimes we, post, we postpone. Sometimes we procrastinate that word. I don't have it anymore in my vocabulary. <laughs> That one. <laughs> but it's a now. Launch. Launch into the deep. Now. 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 I'm not going to take so much of your time. A lot that Jesus, that the Holy Spirit revealed. But what I'm going to leave you with is listen. Go like here, go ahead and do what he is telling you. Do it exact as like follow the instructions. Don't worry whether they make sense or not. And please don't postpone. Do it right now. If he's telling you to do it at that, he might be asking you to pick.
pick up that phone call. Please do it. Because if you don't, you might regret. If he's telling you to go to Walmart, please put on those shoes and go. Go and launch into the deep. Go and launch into the deep. You did not ask me for the title of this word. The title is At Your Word. At Your Word.